0: Captain Max and the misfit crew of the Starcutter cruise the galaxy in search of their next payday. This is Captain Max, Episode 1, Drop Those Puppies. Captain Max and her crew blasted through space. Their ship, the Starcutter, was much smaller than the ship they were chasing. They had tracked this ship for nearly two weeks. The captain of this warship was suspected of stealing puppies from Miss Griswold in Sector 9. Miss Griswold, who also happens to be Captain Max's piano teacher, hired Max to retrieve her sweet little puppies from this evil thief. Closing speed, number one, yelled Max, who rarely used her inside voice. Number one, an advanced robot sitting at a computer station nearby, tapped his computer screen to increase the ship's speed. Max looked up at the view screen where the large battleship they followed was trying to escape. Sir... We are getting a call from the ship. Would you like me to answer? Asked number one. Put it on the screen, said Captain Max, standing tall in the middle of the deck. Well, as tall as a ten-year-old ship's captain could stand. Projected before the crew was an image of the battleship captain. He was sitting in his captain's chair, his fancy coat covered in metals. His skin was greenish, and his face was kind of like a frog. This wasn't any species Max was familiar with. I'm Captain Goob, said the creature in a slimy, grumbly voice. I demand to know why you're closing on my ship. I I demand to speak with your captain. You are speaking with the captain. I'm Captain Max of the Star Cutter, and I'm going to ask you a few questions, yelled Max. Before Max could continue, Captain Goob began laughing loudly. (laughs) Stop wasting my time, little girl. Reach me on comms when you find a real grown-up captain. Captain Goob hung up and the screen went dark. Captain Goob appears to be a member of the Grabibian Army from Subsector 7. His species is generally... Began number one. Don't care, interrupted Max. No time, number one. I want you to do a full bioscan on that ship. See if you can locate any canines aboard. Ted? Max whirled around the bridge looking for Ted. Ted! She yelled. There was a gentle whoosh sound as the bridge door slid open, revealing Ted. Like always, he wore a plain button-down shirt and necktie. He was carrying three cats and a spray bottle. Ted, we're about to get rough and tumble with some frog-looking alien ship captain and you're walking around. What are you doing anyway? Max yelled. Oh, yeah, well, I I was spritzing the peace lilies that I've got lined up along the main corridor, Ted began. Their blooms are really stunning, and they certainly benefit from a little spray every now and then. And, you know, these three little furballs just love to join in and... Ted, I immediately regret asking you what you're doing. Get those cats off of my bridge and prepare for combat and possible breach of the enemy ship, ordered Max. "Uh, Captain, I'm wondering, said Ted... will this set us on course to breach from the west or the east? Those peace lilies can be so finicky about sunlight, you know, and... Ted, I will shove those peace lilies into a torpedo bay and launch them into the nearest black hole if you do not drop those cats and prepare yourself for combat immediately, yelled Max. Yes, Captain, said Ted. He dropped the cats and spray bottle and sat down at a computer terminal nearby, tapping and clicking and looking busy. Captain Max then pulled out a small communication pad from her pocket and tapped the screen. Lala, I need the ship ready for combat and a possible breach in thirty seconds. A voice came back over her calm, from somewhere deep within the ship's engine room, Lala's favorite place. You got it, baby. Ready, Freddy? Lala replied. Captain, began number one. Our scanners are showing four canine readings aboard Goob's ship. Also... Their scanners detected my scan. I predict this will make them... unhappy. Just then, Captain Goob's image appeared on the screen again. He was calling back, and he looked... unhappy. How dare you scan my ship? Uh, who do you think you are? Put your captain on comms now, or I will... Captain Max interrupted Goob by yelling loudly into her comms. la! smash into this loudmouthed ship and prepare to board. Captain Goob, I know you have some stolen puppies, and we're coming to get them. Com's out. Captain Goob's eyes went wide, and a look of shock washed over his face. Number One turned off the call, and Goob's image disappeared from the large view screen. Um, Captain, sir, began Ted. I I thought I heard you mention just now about smashing into the other ship. I'm not sure I heard that exactly right. Did Did you mean... That ship's huge, Ted. We can blast through the doors and park our ship right in their docking bay. We jump out, grab those dogs, and slip away. Got it? Yelled Max. Yes, Captain, replied Ted. And so Number One and Ted set the ship on a path to fly directly into the other ship. And that's just what happened. Number One steered the Star Cutter right up against Goob's huge warship. The Star Cutter hovered right outside the docking bay doors. Number One opened fire with a laser blast. A bright red flash shot from the starcutter and impacted the cargo bay doors of the warship. The door erupted in sparks and exploded out into space. Metal pieces went flying off into the void. Captain Max's ship flew right into the opening it just made. The landing legs deployed, and a ramp dropped down from the starcutter. Max, Number One, and Ted ran down the ramp and were met with a hail of laser blasts. A few of the green-skinned frog-faced creatures took aim at them from a nearby doorway. Max and her crew found cover behind their ship's landing gear and began to return fire. Max yelled into her comms, Lala, send out two through five, we're pinned down here! Lala, still on the ship, tapped on her pocket computer. A signal was sent to four robots kept in storage on the starcutter. The robot's eyes lit up, And they powered on. Number one was a highly advanced robot. He was stronger than most humans and as smart as any computer. Captain Max had four other, more basic robots to help out around the ship. They were pretty good at blasting things. In moments, these four robots exited Max's ship, stomping down the landing ramp. Each one with a large red number painted on its chest. Two, three, four, and five. Each robot held a laser blaster, and they fearlessly marched down the exit ramp, blasting away at the enemy. The frog soldiers retreated down a hallway. Max and her crew followed. Number one, you remember where those puppies were from your scans? You lead the way, ordered Captain Max. Yes, Captain. Number one's powerful robot legs pumped as he ran through the ship and everyone else struggled to catch up with him. After running down a few long hallways, they approached a door. Number One pointed and said, The prior readings indicated that the canine hostages are in this room. Stand back, yelled Max. She lifted her laser blasters, ready to shoot the door down, when Ted walked between her and the door. Oh, pardon me, Captain. I, I, I know how you love shooting holes through your problems, but you could hit one of the dogs by shooting the door down. Perhaps if I simply... Ted reached out and touched a green button on the keypad near the door. The button lit up and the door slid open with a gentle whoosh. Oh well, I guess that works too, said Max. Thanks, Ted. Ted was too excited to respond, though, as he rushed into the room and gathered up all four puppies into his arms. They were excited to have company and began licking his face and barking. Oh, yes, who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? You are? Yes, you are. You're such a good widow boy. Do you want to come onto our ship and we'll get you sweet widow? Ted! yelled Max. Stop talking like that! Just then, they heard blaster fire coming from out in the hallway. They looked out into the hall just in time to see one of their guard bots. Number two, fall to the ground, smoking and sparking. Max gritted her teeth and narrowed her eyes. She clutched a laser blaster in each hand and launched herself out into the hallway. Her blasters lit up, aiming down the hall at Goob's men. I'll put holes in every one of you! Nobody drops my guard bots! Nobody! yelled Max. The slimy green grabibians retreated. But before anyone could take a breath, a loud growl echoed through the halls of the ship. Max! General Goob bellowed, and they heard his stomping footsteps as he barreled their way. Max looked back into the puppy room. Ted, number one, let's go now! Ted holstered his weapon and carried all four dogs. Number one held his blaster in one hand and carried the busted-up number two robot over his other shoulder. Max and her crew ran back toward their ship. Behind them erupted a volley of laser fire. Red lasers zipped past their heads and burned holes into the walls of the hallway. Max turned and saw General Goob himself holding the biggest laser gun she'd ever seen, and it was spitting out lasers fast as lightning. Go, go, go! yelled Max. She turned around and began running backwards so she could return fire with her two blasters. They turned a corner and were out of Goob's sight, but he was running and yelling after them, furious that they had boarded his ship and stolen back those puppies. The crew rushed through the halls of the ship as fast as they could. They reached the docking bay and Max yelled into her comms. la, we're coming in hot. Let's get out of here. Just as they made it up the ramp and back onto their ship, Goob came around the corner with his laser cannon ripping. Lala had the ship turned around, powered up the thrusters, and rocketed them all back out into space. The crew made it back to the bridge. Number One dropped the smoking robot onto the floor and sat at his navigation computer. Hyperspace, Number One, quick! yelled Max, out of breath. Number one tapped his touchpad a few times, and the ship's engines blasted them into hyperspace, zipping through the darkness and stars at incredible speed. Ted, feed those dogs, Max tapped her compad. And Lala, number two took some damage. He's here on the bridge and could use some repairs. You got it, baby, came the reply. Max slumped down in her captain's chair, feeling exhausted. She reached into a compartment of her armrest and pulled out a juice box. Between sips on the straw, she turned to number one. Set a course for Sector Nine, big guy. Let's get these dogs back to Miss Griswold before everyone starts mistaking us for a flying pet shop. Thanks for listening, friends. I'm Phil Bechtel. You can find me at Kid Stories Podcast at gmail.com. Adios.